Hey everyone, I'm Alex and I'm here with my husband Shane. Baby Lou is in bed, the cat is in her room, and we are so glad that you could join us for happy hour on this Family Tree Podcast Mini, episode 12. Nice. That Thank was, you. That was very clean, Alex. Thank you. Silky? Buttery? Yeah. Stop. Like butter? Stop. <laughs> Why are you wearing a workout gear right now? Uh, I've, I've had it on since I went to the hospital today. No, I took off my hospital clothes when I came home, put this on because we went for, well, we tried to go for a power walk, playing outside with Lou. And uh, to be honest, I don't have much that fits right now. And it's hard to get maternity clothes in the midst of a pandemic. So mm. yeah, it feels right. good. I feel ready for anything right now, actually. I think it's a good thing. A good tip would be telling people not even to get dressed for the day, but get dressed in like workout clothes, like cool workout clothes for the day. Cause then it encourages me to be more active. I know that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really abiding by the rule. Get ready for the day. You no, you always do get ready though. More than I do. I think (laughs) Alex (laughs) right now (laughs) I'm wearing the same shirt I wore yesterday. The sweatpants. No, this was hanging up. You didn't wear this yesterday. Lucy and I grabbed it for you. Sweatpants are old though. Have not showered today yet. Neither have I yet. Okay. Uh, but you look good, and you look like you did your hair. Oh, no, this is just grease. Grease actually does help my hair to a, to a certain It looks extent. nice. Honestly, you look good. Oh, I like yeah. this. Thank you. Uh, but today was a big day for ultrasounds. In the world of ultrasounds, <laughs> this was a big one. In the world of ultrasounds in our particular family, it was a big one. I'm going to take a little sip of that after. Explain. Okay. That's a delicious sip of... <sighs> Coors Edge, 45 calories. Oh, sweet goodness. Uh, Shane, when was the last time that you saw our baby Betty? So this is a situation where you know the answer, but you want no, me to No, no, because I actually don't really remember. I've never seen baby Betty. Well, you did You you did for sure, I like on the, no, I guess I, I do know I, the answer. I, I just saw her anatomy when they scanned it. But we saw her face. No. Yeah. No, it was nothing. I couldn't see anything. And then she's like, oh, it's a girl. Oh, I guess the gender reveal was eclipsed the side profile reveal. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see. I was like, oh, can we get a picture of the face? She's like, oh, I've taken some good ones with oh, Alex. Oh, you're right. She's like, I took some good ones with Alex. And I was like, oh, could you pull those up on the screen? Mm-hmm. And she's like, we can't. Uh, but there's a good, really good website. And then you can print them off and you'll have them all. And I was like, sweet. So I go to the website. It's called My Pocket Health. Pay the five bucks. And the website is a piece of shit. It is so garbage. And the nurses know it's shitty. And it, and I've been in jobs where I shoo people away and, and send them down rabbit holes just because I know they're out of my hair. And she totally just did that. To- well, here's the thing. Okay, so my technician today was, oh, let me see if, because I mentioned how we've been trying to get our pictures from My Pocket Health for the past many months, five months, and Shane was actually, he kept calling them and trying to get a hold of them, and they'd put him on hold, and one day, as a, like, just a challenge for himself, I guess, you guys know how much we like challenges, uh, he stayed on hold to see how long they'd leave him there for. Do you know how long he was on hold for? I remember, I think. How long? Five hours? Yep. Insanity. That's insane. So, and it's not like, it's not like I was on hold for five hours and then they answered. I was on hold for five hours and then they closed their phone line. <laughs> so crazy. for the entirety of the, like you couldn't get a hold of them if you wanted to. And then 
the next time I tried was the day that all the shit happened with the pandemic and COVID. So, and then it was impossible to get a hold of them. So I was like, I guess I'm never going to see baby Betty until she comes out. And, you know, ultrasounds, after you have the kid, the ultrasound is like, I cared about this. But before you have the kid, the ultrasound really matters. Mm -hmm. Especially, I think, for, well, for anybody, I think it really matters. Uh, But then those moms who are, you know, high risk and constantly worrying about the health of the baby because you do have real scares. Like we have real scares all the time. (laughs) 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 We have real scares all the time. (laughs) (laughs) About how baby Betty's doing. (laughs) And in moments like that, like it takes up whenever we hear about something that could be wrong mm-hmm. i mean that's all i think about and whatever i do that's weighing on my mind for ages until you go to the next appointment two weeks later and you find out everything is okay with that issue but there's this new issue and it's like every single day in that waiting period is just it they drag and it's the longest ever and then when you finally get to see your baby then some of that pain some of that worry is eased and you can just think okay like that's my kid this is it's real it's not all pain and you know just negative stuff although the picture you ended up with <laughs> no offense to betty but she's not looking like a beauty queen yet this could be an awkward face for her she, the the photo is hilarious yeah. like she doesn't even when was your awkward face six months in the womb ugliest i've ever been like it's actually a duck bill like goes out and then up and she already has the famous cunningham witch nose like how how do you get that in the womb i didn't even get my witch nose yeah she's got your all of our worst features are, (laughs) are really coming out in the in womb is it called in vitro no what does in vitro mean oh that's in fertilization you learned about that yeah she's in utero in utero i knew i I knew it was a nirvana album but i thought the nirvana album in my mind was called in vitro yeah no all right uh good album name though but uh this whole scheme see we think we're schemers however i think the health system in ontario right now are the true schemers because today so every ultrasound i've had leading up to today uh the last time they showed me the face was at the 20 week but did not give us a picture so it was like oh here's the face okay now here's the vagina and things like that so we couldn't they really didn't say vulva <laughs> and these were medical professionals but they probably said the woohoo or something they were mm-hmm. trying they were being polite but uh you so you don't get to sit there and stare at it and think oh who does she look like does she look like lucy whatever so you never get to have we never got to have that moment and because my pocket health is a disaster, I've been hoping at every ultrasound, because I go frequently, they'd show me. But with the whole pandemic and everything, they just, I've been in and out, and they haven't been showing me. And it's been really hard on me. So then today I went in and I asked the tech if she could show me the face after. And she said, yeah, absolutely. And she was so understanding. And she was talking about all the moms that she sees. And it's hard for them because you're not allowed to have uh, any company at the hospital with you. So mm-hmm. husbands can't go in to see for the first time or partners can't go in to see the, for the first time 
at the anatomy scan, be there to find out what it is, things like that. So she was really sweet. She took me on a tour of baby Betty's body and everything. It was very cool. Uh, And then I saw the face and she was so sweet. I captured the picture at the weirdest moment. But it was it was very cool to see her face. It the second I saw her, I started crying. I was thanking the tech like over and over again. But she said to me, and this is why I think the hospital system are a bunch of schemers, because she goes, "Oh, you haven't, you don't have any pictures." And I was complaining about my pocket health, and she goes, "I know it's terrible. Well, let me see if I have any paper in here." And her machine was printing off images still, and she didn't have any paper in it. Hmm. But all the other techs told me that they have new machines and that uh that's why we have to use my pocket health but i doubt it because those images were free and my pocket health is five dollars i bet they did not I replace it's 5.95 actually i don't know if you round that up Shane, it's six dollars they did not replace those machines they are the same damn machines the same hmm. ones they just probably government cutting corners yeah. and this is thanks to whoever you know they got a monopoly on baby photos in utero <laughs> <laughs> but it it sucks it sucks and then you can't get a hold of the system whatever so i was super happy to see baby betty today uh the image you were i sent Mm -hmm. it to you you were at home working okay so we know how her face looked Mm -hmm. how was her bod looking oh she had a great spine okay so she's a bit of a butterface great spine it was uh very she was in a very cool curvy position the bones looked very great very bony lots of them i like my bones yeah and uh fat feet which i'm happy about because then that she was supposed to be underweight and in the past two weeks she's had a huge growth spurt which you can see just by looking at me in the past two weeks my belly has exploded and uh so has the baby's weight so i'm happy to see that she's got chunky little extremities okay so we we covered that and next i had a topic i'd like to discuss let's hear it okay uh anti-vaxxers yes how do you think anti-vaxxers are handling this period right now like i was i saw a meme that said here's what happens when we don't have one vaccine right and it was just you know the world's been thrown out of orbit but what do you think anti-vaxxers would take a covid vaccine no no you don't no i you don't think they'd make one exception no i do not if we were living through, I mean, they don't take the polio vaccine. And if we were living through the age of polio. But they just know polio's gone. Yeah, but you can still get it in certain, and, and there's herd immunity, right? If everybody around you is mm-hmm. vaccinated, then you're fine because of, it's called herd immunity. However, from, anti, from, from anti-vax people that I know via Instagram, they don't really, they kind of just want to contract covid and get it over with from what i see okay. and they're still just taking all their natural stuff and would, would you ever have an anti-vaxxer on the podcast see i don't really know where that com- i would but i don't really know where that conversation would go because yeah, i just think it'd be nice if we just had like a civil conversation with one i know but what are they gonna say like i already know all the points i've been harassed by so many and i read all the stuff that they would give me and you know what i mean so it wouldn't enlighten me in any way imagine you converted one though wouldn't that be amazing or even more fascinating they converted you (laughs) wouldn't that (laughs) be interesting here's the thing and i think so many people do get converted from 
believing in medicine and believing in vaccines to anti-vax. And I know very smart, very smart, intelligent women who have been converted to anti-vax. And I think a lot of it lies in fear, in the fear of, oh my God, what are they injecting? And you look at your tiny little baby and they're so sweet. The needles hurt them so much and they cry and it's sad. And you know, they might get a fever after, they might have diarrhea after. Nobody wants to see their new baby go through that. And I think a lot of it comes from a place of fear. Oh, I'd like to think that they're not bad people, but it's just it's it's hard to like them when some of them, the extreme maybe version of an anti-vaxxer, believes that it causes homosexuality or uh, autism or something like yeah. that. But it'd just be interesting to talk to one. It's almost like talking to a flat earther. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily want to have an argument with one, but just to have a conversation where we're talking. Yeah. See, there. And again, talking about schemes like. There was recently, who's the, it's a TV show and they go behind the scenes, a different consumer. Street Sense? No, no, no. They go like behind the scenes at like factories to see if. Okay. We know those type of shows. Yeah. So anyhow, one reporter went behind the scenes at an anti-vax conference that was held recently in Canada, I think on the West Coast, and was just talking to other people about their beliefs and then they're you know everybody's behind the scenes they're not assuming anybody is a reporter wearing a camera and they're talking about how like all their initiatives to try to get people try to suck people into it and it's like these guys are selling something too one of the biggest things i hear from the anti-vaxxers is that you know the medical industry is a money-grabbing industry and things like that and they're trying to make money yeah but it's like these guys that lead the anti-vax movement They're trying to take your money. They're trying to get money from you too, whether they're selling snake oils or whatever, you know, they're trying to make money as well. Well, look at the, look at the way we just opened this podcast. We, the ultrasound industry is probably a multi-billion dollar thing going on right now. Yeah. And look at what's happening in the States right now with the COVID-19 drug that they're, that Trump is touting, which is the drug I take every Mm. single day, which is hydroxychloroquine. Jeez. Plaquenil. So... I take Plaquenil to manage my lupus. If I don't take it, then I flare up and it can get really bad and it can affect my organs and everything. So I have to take it every day. Trump is saying, based on nothing, that this drug, Plaquenil, Mm -hmm. can cure or prevent getting getting sick from COVID-19. And he's been talking about it constantly, even though Fauci is saying, okay, well you know, we're doing tests with it because it has potential. But as of now, like, no. And studies are coming out, albeit they're from small sample sizes, saying, no, it actually doesn't help. Yet Trump is still going on live television every night and telling everybody in the nation to start taking it. And people are actually dying because they're taking the wrong brand of it. They're taking the wrong dosage. And people are actually having heart issues and dying because of this. So it just came out that Trump is, uh, he's got shares in Sanofil, the uh, the French company that owns the drug that I take. Uh, oui. So not only is he driving up the demand for this drug that I need to like to survive and a lot of other patients with autoimmune Do disorders. you really need it to survive? Well, if I was flaring up and I couldn't take Plaquenil or certain steroids, then... Is that why you're looking heart. so jacked lately? <laughs> no, but my, my heart and my lungs could possibly 
malfunction, right? Okay, so Trump's spouting things that are wrong. We got for the, money, oh, but what I'm saying, everybody's for money. a scammer. Everyone's a scammer. We've deduced. Everybody's a scammer. So, you know, like I don't think that makes me. I think that that little conversation made me. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, <laughs> but I'm a little bit more of an anti-vaxxer than I was at the beginning Get of this conversation. Of I'm serious. How? Because you brought up some interesting points that what? every, even the medical industry with medicines, they'll just throw the wrong medicine on you sometimes no well they're not that's trump doing it and the med the medical industry is actually saying no right but the ultrasound people the ultrasound people uh more fun topic let's hear fun government checks if you're living in uh, is it ontario or all of canada what for which check two hundred dollar like, checks oh yeah yeah in ontario in, in, is that available for anyone if you have obviously a child, living in, on, in ontario if you have a child and you live on in ontario from zero to 12 years old you Ooh. can apply. So from zero, you could have a kid born last week, yesterday, today, and apply for a two hundred dollar. What check? if the kid's born tomorrow? You could probably. I, I think you would still apply for it as okay. long as it's in this trying to keep it busy phase. You know. Okay. So, w- would we still be able to cash out with Betty? Possibly, if all this is still going on. Okay. So if you're in Ontario, obviously that's a small segment of the people. One listening. thing that I would check, though, and regardless of where you live, if your government is offering tax help or money help, financial aid in any sense, make sure you understand if it's going to be taxed, when it's going to be taxed, and how much is going to be taxed before you get the money so that you just know how much you need to reserve for when tax season rolls for along. For 200 so that, bucks you need to do that? No, but there's the $2,000 a month that the okay. Canadian relief, like emergency relief benefit. Yeah. And I think that if you're in a certain bracket, you're only getting $1,400 a month. So that's $600 that people might not be reserving and might be using and might not have on hand later on. So just make sure you don't screw yourselves over and you know try to understand to the best of your ability what you're getting and how much you need to put aside wise advice yeah my last topic let's hear it the weather do we think it's- look at this that was topic number one for me oh i was gonna say do we think the weather matters a lot during covid times yes the okay so folks the first topic i wrote down on my list today of things i want to talk about was what a huge difference the weather makes like it already does when you're going to work but at least you're getting out of the house and, you know, in a different environment, switching it up. But when you're at home, I think the weather matters so much. I'm kind of disappointed you feel that way. Why? Because I wanted to have a little debate, like <laughs> like a point counterpoint. And I had all these good things about the sun and I wanted you to be pro cloud. Well, I'll be pro cloud. <laughs> Devil's mm. advocate. Okay. I don't think the weather matters because you're in your house. Like you don't have to go outside. You're comfortable. It can be a blizzard. And at least you're cozy, you're warm. The sun makes it so much warmer to go outside. <laughs> you're wearing a jacket when it's cold out. It's annoying sometimes you think you need a spring jacket, but you really need a winter jacket. And of course, the time you get the spring jacket is the time you actually need the winter jacket. With the sun out, it's nice and shiny. You get the vitamin D. True. And it just changes your mood. And it makes you think of the best time of your life, which is when we're a kid, what's the best time of our life? Playing outside. In the summertime. Yeah. Why is the summertime the best? We don't have a job. School. I'll do some ASM, ASMR. School is done. <laughs> and we have no responsibilities as children. And the sun reminds us of that time. And right now is like being a child. Da, 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 yes, da, 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 you're working da, da. from home. 
but you can pretty much do whatever you want because your boss will never know if you go for a two-hour walk. You might have to make up for it later, but do that at nighttime when the sun has gone down. I like these ASMR segments. Yeah, yeah we should add it to the show. But anyway, thank you for playing along with me. That's the debate I kind of want No, it was good, and I did like that. I, the thing I like about the close talking to the mic is uh, puts us in a different place. Like, you made me feel like I was in some yoga video. Mm-hmm. Like, did you you came in when I was doing yoga the other day, oh, and you yeah. heard the woman it talking. It just made me, I'm not a napper, but it did put me in the mood to nap. Yeah, your talking right now put me in the mood to nap in the sun. Yeah. Do you have any other topics? I do. Let's let's do one more because we have two minutes. All right. A good two-minute topic. I want to give a massive thank you, and so does Shane. He doesn't know what I'm about to say, to Pat Batala. So she has been a follower for a long time, mm. and she came through so massively today. Shane, do you want to explain what you're doing? Yeah, so... And a lot of companies are doing this right now. Uh, you can't. I, I do commercials for a living, write and direct them. And right now, it's kind of hard to get a crew together and shoot a proper commercial. So there's a lot of people. What, what, what do I say? Crowdsourcing. A lot of yeah. Outsourcing. Work. Outsourcing uh, footage. Uh, outsourcing footage for materials for commercials for regular people who are filming on their iPhones to show that people are coming together as a community right now. And it's a CTV campaign and the idea, like I won't say the tagline, but it's basically just that everyone's still working together. Mm -hmm. And you put out like a call to action kind of asking if anyone was making masks. With their family. Like homemade masks and a sewing machine. And my boss got very specific. He's like, I'd like it to be a family. (laughs) I'd like it to be like the mom, the dad, and a couple of kids maybe, and a sewing machine, an old school sewing machine, and everyone's happy, and then they hold up the the masks. And my boss is like, I know this is a big ask, but if you can get it, that'd be great. Anyway, this person, what's her name? Pat. Pat, what's her last name? Batala, I think. Pat Batala. They're from Tennessee. Comes through with the most perfect video in the world. Like, I couldn't have directed it better if I was in the room with her. No, her kids were so amazing too. Like, everybody in her family looked so happy making these masks the masks look gorgeous pat by the way and then i got greedy i was like (laughs) okay ask her to just get like a beauty shot of just her and her kids holding the mask and that's annoying to go back and do a reshoot after you've already kind of like her kids are doing online advantage of someone's (laughs) kindness but she did it and it was it was such a good shot i know couldn't couldn't have gone better anyway huge thanks to her yeah you're amazing pat honestly we cannot wait to show everyone the video and how how cool it looks thanks to you guys anyway thank you for listening to this This family Family tree Tree podcast Podcast mini Mini, episode 11 12 12 boom